Who am I? 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 Really? Hi, I'm Damon Davis, and I'm launching a new podcast series called Who Am I Really? I'm devoting this program to helping people placed into adoption to explore their own emotions, desires, and questions about reuniting with their biological family by asking others like us to tell their own true stories. You're probably asking yourself who I am and why I launched this podcast. First, let me say I grew up in a very loving home with my mother Veronica, supported by my father Willie. But I had the incredibly good fortune to be reunited with my biological mother in 2009. Our story is amazing to me because our reunification unfolded in a way that I never could have predicted. A few things happened to me that really sparked my desire to search. One of the first influences happened during a visit with my in-laws in Baltimore, Maryland. My wife's distant aunt welcomed us into her home one day. This lovely elderly woman opened the door to greet us, toting her small, wheeled oxygen tank behind her. As we sat in her living room, she spread pictures, newspaper clippings, and letters on the coffee table. She told stories about their family history in a way that only she could recount as what I viewed as the unofficial family historian. But that experience made me realize that one day she would no longer be with us, and if another person tried to spread the same family historical facts in the same way, they could not tell the family story the way she had. It dawned on me in that moment that when she passed away, the ability to weave the family history that she knew would be lost, and I should act quickly if I didn't want the same to happen to my biological family's history. When I decided to launch the search, my social worker in Baltimore shared something from her experience that I hadn't thought about before. She said that women tend to search for their family of origin sooner than men do, and that men search most often after they've had their own children. That was me. A short time after my wife gave birth to our son, I was at home with him, gazing on him with sheer amazement at this little dude we had created. He lay there on his back, kicked his little legs, waved his arms, and stared up at me. And in that moment, by ourselves, I whispered to Seth with tears in my eyes, You're the first blood relative I have ever known. As I talk to more people about their stories of searching and discovery, I've learned so much about each individual and about the commonalities between many of us who are adoptees. We have basic questions about how we came to be. What happened with my biological mother and father when I was conceived? Why couldn't they take care of me themselves when I was born? What was the story of my adoption? We try to figure it out for ourselves by imagining all kinds of scenarios for why our parents made the choice to place us into adoption but it's almost impossible to form a complete picture of yourself if you don't know your own personal history. The puzzle has too many missing pieces. I've learned that some adoptees live with significant doubts about how much they were truly accepted by their adopted parents. Some question their place in their family among biological siblings, multiple adoptees, interracial families, or a mix of religious beliefs. Others live well-adjusted lives of doting parental love, but still feel a longing to understand their biological past, like I did. Whether a child grows up well-adjusted in a loving family or was reared in a less favorable home, they will likely have questions about their biological origin, and those questions can vary widely. Who do I look like? What health condition should I be aware of? 
Do I have siblings I don't know about? Many times that curiosity is too much to contain. The desire for deeper understanding is too strong and we think we really should look for some answers. More often than you might think, fear sets in and the questions turn to doubt and that might delay a person's search for their family of origin for years. Those doubts are expressed in concerns that might sound like, I've had a great life. Why would I expose myself to a potentially painful truth? What if they still don't want me? Or, what if someone doesn't even know I exist? All of those emotions can be difficult to overcome. But in some definitive moment, we decide we have the strength to face whatever the truth may be, and we begin the search for answers, and hope for the best. The journey to find just one person with a biological relation can take many forms, take a very long time, and have varying results. Adoptees go online and they type facts that they know about themselves into search engines, scour social media for clues, add our names to reunification registries, and hope for evidence of links to biological relatives through DNA tests. News of a potential clue is incredibly exciting. Could this really be someone that I'm related to? We ask ourselves, examining the evidence from different perspectives repeatedly in order to affirm or dismiss its potential to bring us one step closer. We make attempts to dismiss clues that seem to be leading to our truth, trying to protect ourselves from heartbreak if it's a false lead. But eventually, many people who search make some kind of connection with varying success. Some adoptees are welcomed home to their family of origin with open arms and relatives that have longed for the day their child would return. Other biological family members may feel that that chapter of their life, where the adoption plans were made for the child's future, is closed and they aren't receptive to adoptees stepping forward to identify themselves. And others begin their search or reach success just a little too late to connect with biological family members that have passed on. Sometimes we reach out because we just want someone to know that we're okay, to thank someone for the chance to live, or to feel some kind of connection to the people who are the very reason that we're here today. At the very end of my search, my wonderful social worker Lee called me to read my biological mother's letter to me that she had received. My mother opened by introducing herself to me, and I finally learned her name, Anne Sullivan. Incredibly coincidentally, the letter told me that the very next day was Anne's birthday. I spoke to Anne by phone that same night where I learned so much about where she had been and how she was feeling about us. Amazingly, I learned that we shared the same metro station during our morning commute to work and her building was only two blocks from mine in Washington, D.C. Knowing our offices were so close, I decided to surprise her at her office on her birthday the next day for what she said was the best birthday gift ever. As I got to know her more, I was astonished to learn that we had lived our lives on parallel tracks. For example, in an incredible coincidence, we both attended what is now Hampton University. It turns out that school runs in the family. I was fascinated to learn that while I was growing up in Columbia, Maryland, she was living right down the road in Laurel, a short 15 minutes from one another. I'll tell the full story another time because the details and range of emotions are extraordinary and too much for my time with you now. The journey to locate and connect with biological family members can be an emotional roller coaster with ups and downs, jarring twists, and unexpected turns. So this podcast is intended to help adoptees explore your own feelings about adoption. Accept your desire to try to understand your own personal history and decide for yourself whether a search to connect with your biological relatives is right for you. 
It will help you understand how others have dealt with issues like protecting the feelings of your adopted families who may be supportive of your search or question your motives and present challenges. For those who are not adopted, this podcast will help you understand some of what's in the minds of your friends, family members, or others who are adopted, but you didn't know if you should ask some of the questions that will be answered here. The stories will make you smile or bring you to tears, but they're all true as told by the people who lived them. In each one, I hope you'll find something that inspires you, validates your feelings about wanting to search, or motivates you to have the strength along your journey to learn, who am I, really? If you'd like to share your story of searching for and connecting with biological family members, go online to whoamireallypodcast.com slash share. And tell me just a little bit about your journey. If you're not quite ready to be on the show, but you just want to chat and share your experiences, that's okay too.